So, this is the self-development with tactics. Book. So today we're once again gonna go through some guides. It's gonna be uh, quite amazing, I guess. I don't actually know, but I hope that it is gonna be amazing. And yeah, um, let's actually have a look at it. But I just have to not do this. Okay, that's uh, super duper amazing. There it is. A minute on the internet in uh, 2020, apparently. Estimate amount of data created on the internet in one minute. 404. Well, actually, it's 404k hours of video streamed by users, 2,704 app installations. It's actually not that much. 6,659 packages shipped, 208,000 uh, participants in meetings. So I'm I'm rounding things. You know, I'm just not gonna give you the exact number just because I'm a lazy shit. 319 new users gained on Twitter, 500 hours of video uploaded by users on YouTube which is insane, 500 hours every single minute. That's really insane, but I wonder how much of it is, is just garbage. <laughs> uh, 350 around K um, of Instagram stories, 52 user connected on uh, uh, Microsoft Teams, apparently, for 41.7 million messages shared on WhatsApp and 28 new tracks added to the library on Spotify, which is not that much actually. And this, by the way, is by Statista. So I don't know if it is accurate. I don't know if it is just believable. I don't just know, but I think, I mean, uh, there is a lot of data outside there, you know, also by those companies. I mean, especially when you're YouTube and you can say, okay, you know, 500 hours of, uh, of video is uploaded every single fucking minute, then this is an amazing thing to say. You know, it's, it's amazing that you're able to say that. So, um, yeah, they, do probably also have some statistics and stuff like that. So this probably is kind of the truth. Extra uses for common household items. So we're having, oh, this is even more. Uh, we are having toothpaste, rubber bands, nail polish, tape, dryer sheets, hair dryer, hand lotion, cornstarch, petroleum jelly, which is actually very funny. Coffee filters, salt, uh, disposable cups, vinegar, wax paper. How much is that? Uh, zip top bags and chalk. Let's actually see what the toothpaste is able to do. Remove crayon marks. Uh, deodorize hands. Can't get garlic or onion odor of your hands. Wash them with a blob of toothpaste. Amazing. Whiten sneakers. Clean rubber soles by rubbing scuff marks with an old toothbrush and non get tooth. What a non gel toothpaste. I see. Buff a DVD. Get rid of light scratches by squeezing a little non. Gel toothpaste onto a cotton ball, wipe over the DVD from the center out to the edges and rinse with water and dry with a abrasive lint-free cloth all gone. Um, but I mean, nowadays, just who the fuck uses DVDs or CDs or anything that's kind of, you know, physical anymore. D4 goggles. Coat the inside of swimming goggles with toothpaste, then whip off, they'll be crystal clear. I kind of actually have to try that out because I do have some swimming goggles and you know they you know on the package there was like you know anti-fog and you know you're gonna see everything and you're gonna be superhuman and shit like that you know and then you've used it and then it's like well you know they're fucking foggy you fuck <laughs> rubber bands identify a bottle pretty neat actually neaten threads keeps pools of thread from unraveling by wrapping them with a rubber band 
hold the lid, your eyelid, or prevent a potluck disaster, secure the lid of the dish by scratching a band over the top. I see. Grip a tool, wrap a rubber band around the handle of a hammer or screwdriver for a firmer grip. And the last one is extend your pants. Well, don't do that. Nail polish, secure a screw. Indeed. Stop tarnish, keep custom jewelry from turning black with a coat of clear polish. Okay. Seal an envelope, worried about whether the glue will hold brush polish on the underside of the flap. I mean, you could also use like some glue stick or some shit. But, but, you know, let's just use nail polish because I have nail polish at home. You know, who doesn't? Mend a screen. Stop a small hole no bigger than a third of an inch in diameter from getting any bigger by brushing it a little clear, uh, brushing it with a little clear nail polish over the spots and smooth a hanger. If there are rough edges on wood or plastic hangers that could snag clothes, don't throw the hangers out. Just a brush polish over nails. I see. Tape. Protect your wall. Oh, put a small piece on the top where you're going to hammer in a nail. This keeps paint from chipping. Actually, a pretty good idea though. But I mean, if you then just get rid of the tape, aren't you gonna just pull it out once again? So, but yeah, anyway. Tame scratchy clothes. Annoyed by a shirt label rubbing, rubbing the back of your neck. Tape down the label so it lies flat. The back and then lies flat. Okay, save a button and unstick one. Well, yeah, you know, I'm just bored by that, so I'm not gonna go through. Well, I no, anyway, common types of depressive disorders. Common types of depressive disorders major, dis major depressive disorder symptoms present present for longer than two weeks. Um, persistent depressive disorder. I can't read today, you know, it's a it's fairly early and I really didn't feel like recording, so so I don't know, maybe I shouldn't record when I just don't feel like recording. You know, might be a good idea, but but I don't know. Uh, depression present for most days during a two-year period. Persistent depressive disorder. Depolar depression. The depressive, dis the depressive episodes that often accompany the uh, manias of depolar disorder. By the way, um, depolar disorder is such a fucked up shit. Um, since I'm, well, I'm actually going to look it up now, um, what this is called in English, just because I don't fucking know, paramedic, I'm a paramedic at this point of time, I've had my exam three days ago or something, and I wasn't able to work up till now, I'm just having like, okay, if somebody calls me, then I have to be available, but that's it, you know, I can do whatever and be at home and, and shit like that, but it's fucked up quite, you know, because I actually wanted to work and I, I don't know, I don't really feel like that I deserve the weekend right now, which is a fucked up thinking per se, but anyway, so I'm a paramedic and I, uh, I had to um, get a person with a deep blood depression or depolar disorder and um it's been very interesting though it's been a very interesting uh, uh journey to the hospital because i think the initial reason why this person uh, um just called the ambulance or us in the end was that um you know she she really had some some am i even allowed to say that well you know there was some issue but the thing is it was a very interesting thing a very interesting situation because you you definitely have seen and you've definitely noticed that 
it's a depolar thing. You know, there's there's two things. You know, either you're just in a very 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 good mood and everything is nice and you're the best of everything, or you're the shittest motherfucker there is on the planet. And you've clearly noticed that. You clearly have because she said like, well, you know, uh, the whole day was so really amazing. You know, it's been one of the best days of my life or some shit like this. Um, like something similar. So the message is quite the same. You know, she really had a good day, she said. And suddenly everything was bad again. And I thought at first, like, you know, what's going on there? Quite, but I've then realized, okay, you know, it's this deep polar thing. And it's very interesting, you know, that you just notice that so clearly and so, so, so much indeed as well. Um, yeah. Postpartum depression can occur soon after delivering a baby. Why is there always like so much fucked up shit? Uh, premenstrual dysphoric disorder. Significant mood symptoms that occur during the menstrual phase. Seasonal affective disorder. Depressive episodes that reoccur into winter months. Yes, it's, I know apparently is a thing that uh, the winter makes people feel depressed. Which I can understand. I mean, like, summer is something completely different. Summer is something that's fucking amazing. But but I do think that, you know, I do think that it's gotten better since you're able to do way more than back in the days in the winter season. Like, you know, you can just ski and, and you know, skate, ice skating and all of these things. Like, like you can do quite a lot of things, you know. And, and, and yeah, you know, which you maybe haven't been able to do really back in the days. Like really, really back in the days, you know, where you've just only been able to sit on a fire or just around a fire and do nothing quite. Anyway, atypical depression, depressive episodes with reactive moods, increased appetite and sleep. Yeah. Cold wind pressure guide. No. The scale of unborn generations. The scale of unborn generations. If we look 50,000 years into the past and project the century's birth rate 50,000 years into the future, the unborn outweigh every human that has ever lived. So uh, there is a graph and they say like the dead are 100 billion, the living are 7.7 billion and the unborn is 6.75 trillion. But what do they mean by unborn? Is it like, you know, the kids that could have been able to be born in terms of like, okay, you know, if you're just, I don't know if you're having a, a woman or woman, then she could have a child, you know, is this what it is all about, I don't know, but interesting, this is actually something I've seen yesterday as well, you know, because I thought, well, you know, so should I go through some Reddit things, but then I decided, like, no, gonna do something else, how to prevent an anxiety attack, breathe deeply in through your nose and out your mouth, slowly look around you and find five things you can see, four things you can touch, three things you can hear, and two things you can smell, or two smells you like, and one emotion you feel. This is called grounding. It can help you when when you feel like you have gone too far in your head and lost all control over your surroundings. Please share this. It could really help someone in need. So, breathe deeply through your nose, in and out your mouth. Slowly look around you and find five things you can see, four things you can touch, three things you can hear, two things you can smell or two smells you just like, and one emotion you feel. And I totally believe that we are, well, actually gonna do it. So five things you can see. Okay, I see a cup, I see a glass, I see a bottle, um, I see a pen, I see paper, and I see, is it, and I see my mouse. Yeah, 
Um, okay, four things you can touch. Well, I can touch my pen, I can touch my computer, I can touch my other phone, I can touch the cup, and I can touch my cap that's laying over there. Three things you can hear. I can hear my extremely noisy computer, I can hear other people, and I can hear the street. Two things you can smell. I kind of feel, kind of feel, yeah, of course, I, I smell freshness just because it's quite cold today and it's raining and I've, you know, had my windows opened and so it, it really smells quite uh, good. Can I? And now I smell coffee. Amazing. <laughs> One emotion you feel. I feel a bit exhausted today. Is this a feeling? Is this an emotion? It's not an emotion, is it? But I feel a bit drained. Is this... Well, anyway. Common flashlight batteries and their safe use tips. Okay, I don't care. This is something as well that I've seen yesterday, and I thought that it is actually quite interesting. The, f the big five personality traits scale and its significance on individuals. So you have uh, neuroticism, extroversion, openness, agreeableness, and consciousness. But, uh, of course, there's always, like, uh, a superlative, if this is the right word, I don't know. And there's also, like, just the, the complete opposite. Like, there is... I'm, I'm going to give you an example. Neuroticism, the very highest level of that is depressivity. Then we have an emotional lability. Then shamefulness. And then fearlessness and shamelessness. Yeah, extroversion. Excitement-seeking attention-seeking, social withdrawal, and detached coldness, which is the very lowest one. Openness, magical thinking, eccentricity, what, eccentric, eccentricity, well, yeah, it's a difficult word, inflexible and close-minded. Agreeableness, submissiveness, selflessness, gullibility, guiltability, gullibility, I don't know. Uh, Decidefulness, manipulativeness, and uh, callousness. I've never heard quite a bunch of these words. Consciousness, uh, there we have perfectionism, workaholism, distractibility, irresponsibility, and rashness. I see. This is also interesting, breast cancer awareness. Um, what breast cancer can look and feel like. And so if you're women, please think about that. Thick mass indentation, skin erosion, redness or heat, new fluids, dimpling, bump, growing vein, retracted nipple, new shape and or size, you know, there's, yeah, yeah, you know what new shape and size is, uh, orange peel skin and invisible lump. A cancerous lump is often hard and no. Hard and no, no, it's not hard and no, but it's can I just please have you? Thank you. Um, okay. Hard and like a lemon seed. Oh, I'm sorry. Is often hard and immovable like a lemon seed. Okay, I see. Conversion chart. I see 12 inches is one foot. 3 feet is one yard. 5.5 yards is one rot. 40 rots is one furlong. Uh, 5,280 feet is one mile and 6,080 feet is one nautical mile. Inch is 2.45 centimeters. 
This is also a very interesting guide to Asian architecture. That we have China, uh, Taiwan, Thailand, Philippines, Japan, and Korea. Or Korea. And they all look really different. Uh, for example, the Philippines, they look very Changlish, if I can say that. And I really am not kind of just willing to, to, to hurt anybody there or be uh, disrespectful. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, you know, it's just a guide. It's, it's, it's like, yeah, it, it's just a guide. And of course, it might be typical as Austrian architecture might be typical in some places as well, but not always and not in every single place. Color spectrum of building blocks from Minecraft, I guess. Yeah, indeed. End of turns, steady state probabilities, monopoly guides, break even time. I don't fucking get that, but ah, I. Whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Is this what I think it is? Well, I'm, I'm gonna have to look at it in a bigger view. Can I? Wow. I even can. But, but there's a bit of a problem. And now it is solved. Quite. Not really, but quite. Now let's... Oh. Hmm. Well, anyway. Let's just have a look at it like this. So there is the probability of which field you're gonna tap on, I guess. End of turn steady state probabilities. End of turn. Okay, so where are you gonna be at the end of a turn? I guess. So where is the start? Go to jail? No, I think this is the start, isn't it? Yeah, there's the start. Um, landing on a start is a 3.1% chance. Let's actually have a look at... Well, I mean, it's it's interesting. Um, the just visiting thing um, apparently is 4%, which, as I'm having a look at it, is the biggest chance after, not after, but but other big chances are uh, the reading railroad as well as the other thing, you know, the, the, the thing that's quite in the middle where you, uh, when you have three of them or something, they, they always get more expensive if you land on them. Um, yeah, they actually all have a really high percent, but, but no, well, actually, the the other one above the, the reading railroad or whatever it is, it's having a 3.2% and next to it actually as well a 3.2%. So as I'm thinking about it, if you're having this one, so the the main thing and the thing next to it, so left from it, then it's a, actually a very big chance. Then um, in front of the free parking thing, there's also a 3.1% thing. But I do wonder 3.1%. I mean... I don't know. I think that I'm going to play some Monopoly today with my sister. <laughs> I actually want to fucking try that out. I don't know why. Break even time of opponent rolls. A single property mat ball. Break even time of opponent rolls. Last property on the block. First house, second house, third house, fourth house. Well, I don't know what this is all about, so I'm just going to... Skip it. But I've never thought about that. But it's, it is it is something that's incredibly interesting for me. I'm not going to lie. It's something that's so interesting just because I'm able to use it. You know, that, that's quite it. You know, I'm able to use these uh, this knowledge to just, I don't know, have... I don't know, just have fun. I don't fucking know. And also have an advantage over other people. Maybe as well. 
Grapes. There is actually quite a, quite a lot of different grapes, apparently. Best insults to use in fights. Doodoo hat, nerd, dingus, you stink. Where are you from, loser? Are you from loser town because you're a loser? Please only use this if you want to mentally destroy your opponent. Diaper man. And that's it. <laughs> Sorry, this this post has been removed. <laughs> Anime fan. Anime set in uh, Japan. Kanto Shioku. Well, okay. What is ego depletion? Six ways to recharge your willpower. This is gonna be the last day. The last day for yeah today. It's gonna be the last thing for today. But it's it's actually very very well done. It's it's so cool. You know I really love this illustration type thing. You know this this way of illustrating things. It it really is cool. So what is ego depletion? Six ways to recharge your willpower. Learn how to refuel your self control and make paying down debt and staying on track easier than ever. Ego depletion, the fatigue you feel after using self-control. Ego, the part of yourself that meditates between the world and your impulses. I see depletion, using up the limited energy of your willpower. Causes of ego depletion, sustained focus on, sustained focus can lead to direct directed attention fatigue. 81% of employees who take lunch breaks are more active at their company. Excessive stress can lead to burnout. Those who regularly practice stress reduction experience greater happiness overall. Too many choices can lead to uh, decision fatigue. We make up to 30, uh, 35,000 decisions daily, but routines can help minimize non-essential ones. Overusing willpower can lead to apathy. And those who saw fewer snacks required less willpower and ended up snacking less. How ego depletion can impact your finances. Emotional spending. Over half of Americans have spent money just to relieve stress. Budget fatigue. 20%, 22% of people who don't budget say it's because it's it takes too much time. Fuck you, motherfucker. It's just, I'm, I mean, just just always buy the cheapest fuck that you, that you need. And um, always think whether you actually need to buy this, whether you actually need it. Or if you could just, you know, take something less expensive and so on and so on and so on. Buying without thought, Americans spend around 5,400 bucks a year on impulsive or impulse purchases. Poor financial decisions. Three out of four Americans regret at least one major financial decision. But I mean, like, it's very easy to just regret something, isn't it? There are six ways to overcome ego depletion. Use implementation intentions. Use if-then statements to take the mental work out of tasks and establish a routine. Actually, a very good thought. Taste something sugary. Some studies suggest that there may be a link between blood glucose and willpower. Take a positive break. Good mood mitigates the effect of ego depletion, so take five and watch a funny video. Catch up on sleep. Being well-rested is like linked to both improved mood and better mental performance. Eat the frog. Prioritize doing the most important and formidable task before your willpower is depleted. And limit your exposure. Make it as hard as you can to be in a situation that requires you to exert willpower. Quite a good idea. And yeah, and limit the amount of time you spend doing things. And or just, you know, if it is about eating, don't have anything bad to eat at home. You know, because if you're not having anything at home, then there's not going to be anything that you can eat. As easy as it might sound and as easy as it is. But it is just the case. And I fucked my trousers. Well, you know, I actually really like them, but I've fucked them. Anyway, um, 
I wish you the best health of happiness and also success and also hope that you're gonna remind yourself and you're gonna be reminded vaguely means your legacy basically means just being a nice person and then me remind as a nice person which is a pretty fucking cool thing. Three other questions that I'm gonna have you are why I uh, what I try to change and what is bothering you the most is three questions. I hope you're gonna show you your purpose and maybe even a business idea, which is a pretty fucking cool thing. Um yeah. Three other things, you know. That I'm have your why I here. What I try to change and was bothering me the most. These three things are hopefully gonna show you your purpose, maybe even business day, which is a pretty cool thing. And I think that I've said it twice once again. Um but anyway, what could you essentially say to another person that's indeed gonna change their life? Because I totally believe we all can say something. Um yeah, so think about that. Think about what you could say to another person. Uh it's amazing. But yeah, anyway, I'm gonna see you the next time. So bye bye. I at least hope. Take care of your family and friends and loved ones and yeah, stay healthy.